Welcome to Two Gins In, the podcast for renovators who want to stay in control and not want to screw up on their investment. We're all about keeping your dream alive through careful planning and taking the right action towards the success of your renovation or new build project. We're both qualified interior and building designers that take our craft seriously, but more importantly, not ourselves. Hi, I'm Helen. And I'm Karen, and we're excited to have you join us this Friday afternoon for our Renovators Delight, where we take you behind the scenes of the design and construction world. We'll be chatting with industry experts, sharing your, our own knowledge and experience. We'll set you up with valuable tools and handy tips to relieve your anxiety, reduce the overwhelm, and ultimately help you to make informed decisions throughout the renovation journey. So why two gins in, Karen? Well, Helen, why not? After all, it is Friday afternoon. And what better way to end the work week than with a couple of gins or cocktails to celebrate the week ahead and head into another weekend. Hello, and here's cheers to another Friday. Today's episode is a little different. Prior to podcasting being part of our business, we held weekly lives on a Monday on Facebook, where Helen and I interviewed industry guest experts, pretty much like we're doing with the podcast. The lives were called Conversation with the Designers. We went back through the archives and found the interviews that are well worth sharing with you. In today's episode, Helen chats with our guest expert on the concept of passive house design and its benefits. George McGarry, the owner of McGarry Constructions, is a certified passive builder who shares his insights and experiences in constructing these energy efficient homes. George and Helen discuss passive house buildings use of the principles of insulation, passive solar climate control and low energy construction methods which results in minimal fuel or electricity import for heating and cooling. They also discuss the super insulated envelope, minimization of thermal bridging, airtight construction, heat recovery ventilation, and high performance glazing that make passive buildings energy efficient and provide a healthier living environment. Join Helen and George now as they discuss the relevance of passive house in Australia and the long-term cost effectiveness and environmental benefit it offers. Good morning, everyone. Welcome morning. to our conversations with the designers. Um, today we have George from um, McGarry Constructions here with us and um, for our conversation and our chip chat. So George's um, company do uh, specialise in renovations, um, yeah. extensions, we do, yeah. heritage restoration, yes. and they also do remedial work. Yes. But the real reason we've got George in George in George. today is, <laughs> I was going to call you Gary thing, sorry. I get it all the time, don't <laughs> do worry, I do, I do. <laughs> we kept sort of focusing on this. Um, yeah, so the, the real reason we've got you in today is another area, specialty area that you have is the passive house. So That's right. We've been talking a bit about passive house that's growing in Australia and it's becoming more and more yes. popular, but not a lot of people really understand what it is. Yeah. Um, they kind of feel like it's just more of a, um, like a solar passive or, yeah. a, you know, um, like environmentally friendly house. But yes. it's a lot more, isn't it? There is. Which, yeah, yes. there's a lot to a passive house. Yeah. So essentially the passive house is, it's a building standard. Mm -hmm. So it was designed or it was uh, uh, developed in Germany in the early 90s mm -hmm. to create a, a highly energy efficient, high performance and healthy home. Yeah. 
So it, it um, utilizes natural light and warmth and minimizes unwanted airflow. Mm -hmm. So it creates a, a very comfortable home to live in. Mm -hmm. So it's uh, a pretty consistent temperature all year round, somewhere nice. between 20 and 25 degrees. A bit so like our weather at the moment during yeah. the day. Yeah, so warm in the winter <laughs> and cool in the summer, which is obviously very nice to live in. Uh, and because of some of the principles of passive house, the air quality inside the house is uh, is to a very high quality. So mm -hmm. it's filtered air that's been brought into the house. Mm -hmm. um, and because the home is so energy efficient, uh, it actually can mean that it, it uh, convert, compared to a conventional home, it takes 90% less energy to heat and per cool the home. That's insane. It's massive. That's a massive. huge, yeah. huge saving. Yeah, yeah. So long term. Long term, it's going to pay, pay back the itself. investment you've made. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And just on that topic, I know we're sort of going off track a little bit. Yeah. Cost-wise yeah. for a passive yeah. house, what kind of percentage are you looking at on yeah. top of a standard so home, obviously depending yeah, on the size of the home that's right it's yeah variable. so look a passive house because of the way a passive house is built it does need kind of a high level of detail to get the principles um right mm -hmm. and to meet the the standards that are set by the passive house mm -hmm. uh, institute yep. um so look depending on the design of the house and everything it can cost a little bit more to to build a passive house yeah. but there are some very economical ways of building passive house as well okay. um, so there are uh, prefab systems and the likes that we can utilize and okay. um, to build a passive house so um and because of how energy efficient it is it can actually pay back that that investment or will pay back that investment. Yeah, it will definitely yeah, over yeah, time. Absolutely. Sure. Yeah. So I guess So what are the principles? Yeah. <laughs> so there are five principles of passive house. Yeah. The first is insulation. So a passive house has to have continuous and complete insulation around it. Uh, so it creates a thermal envelope. Now okay. the amount of insulation and the type of insulation will vary depending on where you are. So your okay. geographical location. Um and uh, the design of the house and the materials has been built with. Okay. So the next principle, the second principle, is airtightness. Mm -hmm. So airtightness, um, essentially you create an airtight envelope around the house. Again, a continuous envelope uh, to create an airtight mm -hmm. environment. Now, um, essentially that'll help control the environment inside the house, but it also helps um, deal with moisture in the, in the house as well. It doesn't trap moisture in the house, it actually allows moisture to release through the walls. Mm -hmm. And that's actually a big issue in a lot of Australian homes because a lot of Australian homes use foil sarking and foil wrap that traps moisture in the walls and can actually cause rot and damage mm. uh, and mold in your homes. And you can see that too, um, I know when Karen and I were yeah. traveling into the city one day, and a lot of those high-rise apartment blocks, you yeah. see the condensation on the yeah. windows yeah. just from the night before, basically, that's right. from everyone breathing. And yeah, it's yeah, yeah, well, scary, really. Well, that's right. Well, that brings me to their third principle, uh -huh. which is high-quality <laughs> windows and doors. So in Australia, it is still common to use single glazing in homes, which, to be honest, we're, we're behind the times uh -huh. using single glazing. With passive house, generally in Australia, passive house will require double glazing. Mm -hmm. um, but depending on where you are, maybe you're in Tasmania, you might need triple glazing. I know in Europe, a lot of passive houses will need triple glazing. Mm -hmm. And I guess it takes a bit of time for us here in Australia to be mass producing that double glazing yeah. and triple glazing. I know yeah. doubles now kind of it's getting becoming more, common. more popular yeah, and, and what have you. So I know at one point a few years ago, it was much cheaper to import triple glazing yeah. Yeah. from Europe than it was to actually 
get double gazing yeah, here. That's but, right. you know, hopefully as it becomes more and more popular, yeah, it's, it'll actually get more cost effective. Yeah, well, that's right. Even for a house that's not passive, double glazing can be maybe 15, 20% more on a, on a window. So it's not that much more. And it's a, it's a good investment. And for the benefits. Oh, right? yeah, yeah. Yeah. It makes for a much more comfortable home. Yeah. But like with the windows, it's not only the glazing that's important, it's the frame as well. Mm -hmm. So uh, the frame in a passive house needs to be thermally broken or at least needs to be a low conductive material. Mm -hmm. So that means that uh, if you imagine an aluminium window, um, the sun baking that aluminium window all the time, that heat will just transfer into the house and um, it'll, it'll change, uh, fluctuate the temperature in the house. Mm -hmm. uh, not only that, but it can cause um, condensation, as you mm -hmm. say. And condensation will lead to mold, and mold is not a healthy it's thing to be breathing in. Yeah. It's, it's bad for your home. Uh, so yeah, that's a big part. Is the, it's the actual frame of the, the window as well. Mm -hmm. um, and then that actually brings us on nicely to our fourth principle, which is thermal bridging. Mm -hmm. So thermal bridging is essentially a passage way for heat to transfer in and out of the house. For example, the window frame. Uh, and thermal bridging will lead to condensation, or can lead to condensation and uh, mold and oh. uh, growth of mold essentially. How nice so, to have a house I know. mold. <laughs> yeah, I know. And, and I believe dust as well because That's right. yeah. basically created an airtight yeah. so you've container, got I guess, yeah. that you're living in, yeah. no dust. Yeah, so you've got Perfect. a controlled environment. So yeah. the fifth principle is actually the heat recovery ventilation system, what we call a HRV. So that basically it brings in um, fresh clean filtered air into the house and it takes out stale moist air now yeah absolutely yeah. so that so so i mean if you have any like if you have any allergies or anything like that hay fever that's going to catch a lot of those mm -hmm. uh, contaminants uh, on the way into the house yeah. the bushfires we had last year like oh, we all perfect. know how, yeah. how bad the smoke was in, in sydney last year even so on the weekend when they were burning off it's yeah like, oh, <laughs> so that, that all gets filtered yeah. coming into the house and it doesn't mean that you can't open the windows in the house you can open the windows mm. in a passive house mm. that's not an issue but it, it just means you can have a controlled environment there essentially well that was yeah. one of my things when i first sort of got into what a passive house was i thought well how do you actually create this yeah. airtight yeah. environment and and You've got to breathe. Yeah. <laughs> you know, what's, yeah. So obviously that ventilation system is really important. Absolutely. So yeah. question with the ventilation system. Yes. It's not an air conditioner, is it? No, it's no. not an air conditioner. So an air conditioner, obviously, if the temperature is kept at a controlled yeah. um, level and a nice climate, yeah. you probably don't need you don't need an air conditioner. Heaters. No, so you don't need it yeah. in, in the passive okay. house. So what that heat exchange system does the clean air that's been brought in through, let's say, one tube uh, passes by um, the stale air that's been brought out of the house, which has heat from the house. Mm -hmm. Now, the, airs don't mix, the air doesn't mix, but it exchanges the heat into the fresh air, which is why you get that heat that transfer and you get a consistent temperature. Perfect. It's genius. Yeah, it's genius, yeah. It is. And it's super yeah. efficient. You're using yeah. the, the warmth you already have in the house. Mm. And it doesn't take much. It can just be your body heat in the house your tv or mm. a light you know it doesn't take much to so to for those really hot hot days that we yeah. experience here in australia yeah. is it worthwhile and I, I guess again it depends on like you said it right at the beginning yeah. um it's due depending on your your geographical your position location, as yeah. Yeah. to how far you take it or what you need yeah. um is it worthwhile installing installing some kind of air conditioning system just to 
to cool down that air in the house on those really hot days or is that overkill? In a passive house? Mm. No. no. You definitely okay. don't need a, you don't need okay. a, an air conditioning at all. So you'll have that, they call it the Goldilocks zone. Mm -hmm. So it's that uh, consistent temperature year round. So it's cool in the summer mm -hmm. uh, and warm in the winter. Okay. So 20 to 25 degrees generally year yeah. round everywhere in the house. So yeah. Go yeah, no, <laughs> nice and cozy. Yeah. Just as online shopping. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm I'm the sort of person that really likes um well and with the fires that we have. But I do like even in winter I'll have a window or yeah. you know, have a door open in yeah. summer or what have you. And our lifestyle here in Australia is very much outdoorsy. Yeah. Um, a lot of al fresco yeah. dining, barbecues, the whole yeah. bit. So I get that the whole passive house is really clean air, I guess, to yeah. breathe. In. But um, and you said earlier you can open your windows and doors. You Obviously, you're going to have to enter and exit the house yes. at some point. Yeah. But on those days where it's not extreme weather. Mm -hmm. um, is it sort of defeating the purpose if you do have a barbecue and have all the doors and yeah. windows open and just have that? Or is it kind yeah. of defeating the purpose in the sense, like, long-term? No, not at all. Yeah. No. So having your, your doors open for a barbecue for a day isn't going to affect mm -hmm. the uh, performance of the house uh, long-term at all. Uh, and obviously when you, you know, you know, when your barbecue is finished and the mozzies start coming out and you want to close up the doors again, <laughs> then your, yeah, your HRV yeah. system will be... Will be filtering and cleaning that air again. Okay. Essentially. Yeah. 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 Doesn't have a built-in mozzie zap. It doesn't. It doesn't unfortunately. No. <laughs> we will have to come up with something. Membrane. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, that's good. So yeah. I guess you know that kind of answers the last question, which I was going to ask you is how relevant is passive yeah. house here in Australia? Yeah. Um, but I think really from what you've discussed about the principles of it and everything, I can sort of see that it would be a benefit yeah. to have here. It Seems is so absolutely. Fun. Yeah. We don't have the extreme temperatures that you don't. No, but we still have a winter, and we still have you know very hot summers, hot summers yeah. and so we still do have seasons. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, look, at uh, passive house is applicable anywhere in the world, really, but it is definitely applicable in Australia. Um, I mean, being a, a super energy efficient house, um, I mean, energy bills are going up year year after year, yeah, and getting expensive more and more expensive and i don't see an end to that no. so obviously having you know uh, you know if you can reduce your your energy consumption reading cooling by up to 90 percent then that's that's money in your pocket yeah. basically yeah um, so that's that's a massive uh, bonus obviously um the air quality obviously is a big thing um, so you know as we said the bushfires last year i mean i saw pictures of um filters that have been taken out of passive house hrv systems during and after the bushfires and they were absolutely filthy wow. absolutely filthy so you know that that smoke was getting everywhere so um, so when you think about it you look at smoke and you've yeah. got the smoke haze yeah. it's not just the color of it's no. they're particles they're yeah. actually fine yeah they're fine particles, particles it's not healthy to breathe no it couldn't be yeah no so obviously yeah. you know in those kind of events that's kind of a safe zone for you and your family oh. um or if you have any you know, like hay fever that's kind of a, a safe haven for you yeah, we'll to, you know exactly and <laughs> um, um, so but also because you're so well insulated and your windows are such good quality 
noise pollution as well. Oh, so if you're course, near a yeah. road or air traffic or whatever it is, that's, you know, it's a quiet, nice place to be. It's not, mm. you can't hear cars zapping by and, and all okay. of that. Um, yeah. And there's another benefit, which is a lot of lenders now are actually uh, on board with having very energy efficient homes. So okay. a lot of lenders will actually give favorable mortgage rates uh, to homes, especially passive houses. Um, so yeah, when you're, when you're getting your, yeah. So again, that's money in your pocket and going oh. back into the, the investment you've oh, made in the absolutely. passive house. So. Well, that's good that they're doing that and um, providing people incentive because mm. I'm, I was reading somewhere that about 40% of um, pollutants and, and um, what are the carbon yeah. that we give off yeah. <laughs> emissions yeah. is due to construction houses yeah. living, you know, air conditioning units, yeah. which is huge. Massive, yeah. Massive. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, look, they're, car they're a low carbon footprint building. Oh, so if you oh. do care about the environment, then... Yeah, so it's a um, win, win isn't it? Absolutely, yeah. 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 And look, because of the way the home is built, the longevity of the home is much better than a conventional home as well. As I said, you know, a lot of houses in Australia have foil sarking, so foil uh, rat uh, in foil, and you have rot all these things because moisture is trapped in there in the house. So in the long term, those conventional houses will cost you more in maintenance Absolutely. than a passive house because you're not going to have those issues in the passive house because yeah. they've been thought about and planned for. You know, so yeah. Well, that's a good point. Is it's not just the energy cost savings. Yeah. It's like you said, the ongoing maintenance yeah. of the home, and I guess it would last longer because absolutely. it's well, well designed well built, and yeah. well built. And, yeah. Yeah. So it's a win-win. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. So, so one other question, yeah. which I didn't. Yeah. Prep, but that's you know, You're a wealth of knowledge. Yeah. So. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> is retrofitting. Yes. So obviously, yep. I would imagine, and again, it would depend on the type of house, yep. how old it is, and, and how much of that thermal bridging that you're yep. talking about is involved. So it may be really difficult to retrofit mm -hmm. and get a, a proper standard passive yep. house. But I guess from, from what you've said, even if you could, like you said, improve on the windows or, yeah. or use utilise some of the elements yeah. of a passive house. It's got to help. That's surely. right, absolutely. Look, upgrading an old house with, with better windows and lights is is a good idea. Mm -hmm. You have to be careful what elements you put into place because mm -hmm. some elements um, you don't want to cause an issue by implementing something okay. such as an airtight barrier. You need to make sure that the vapour is, is dealt with and mm -hmm. the moisture can get released in the lights. But... With the passive house standard, there are different, um, I guess, levels of passive house. So retrofitting passive, the Passive House Institute in Germany, actually they call that the Enerfit model. So it doesn't meet the same to, need to meet the same targets as uh, a new build, mm -hmm. let's say. Okay. The targets are actually, uh, they change the goalposts essentially, yes. yeah. so, that you, so it's actually achievable. Obviously mm -hmm. you're trying to, to, to achieve a passive house with an existing house in exactly. the way, essentially. So it would be you very know? different. And I imagine yeah. more expensive to achieve because you're yeah. working with existing Yeah, homes. and older houses are generally more expensive to work with anyway because yeah. you're trying to build and renovate with a, an existing house yes. in the way, essentially, and bring it up yeah. to scratch. Yeah. But certainly possible. Uh, we're actually working uh, with a few clients in the early stages of them at the moment. Okay. Um, and as with as any passive house, it all goes up the passive house. And, planning that job properly essentially that's yeah. critical yeah. and look anything really isn't it yeah careful planning um karen and i were advocates about getting 
clients really well prepared for their yep. build or renovation regardless of whether it's passive or whatever. Yep. And I think you probably find as well being a builder yep. and being in the industry for so long that you, people tend to overlook that careful planning. Absolutely. They just want to jump yep. right in. Yep. And then that causes all sorts of issues throughout construction because there's hold-ups and they've selected the wrong things and yep. then you can't go through um, the construction phase smoothly because, you know, there's a hold-up here which then yep. affects something else. So... Same thing applies to passive house or anything that you're yeah. doing. If you really carefully plan it and know what your sort of goal is, yeah. you can't lose. Can no, you? no, it all goes into planning. And look, the yeah. success, as you say, look, any if you want to complete a project successfully, you need to do that planning. So mm. obviously from a design point, there's a mm. massive amount of planning goes into that side. We actually get involved uh, during the, what we call our pre-construction stage as well, mm. where we sit down with the designers and the clients before it even goes to contract and plan the project. So you're, you're thinking about things before you kind of get to site. And, yes. Uh, so you're yeah. planning ahead. Absolutely. What's, what's the old saying? Uh, fail to plan, plan to fail. Yeah, yep. so on. Yep. And it's true in building. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Even more yeah. so, I think yeah. construction people just don't understand the costs involved. Yeah, absolutely. With, with holdups or, yeah. or you know, <clears throat> and then it's too expensive for them to to fix or change or replace because it's done. It's yeah, done. exactly. Unless yeah. you've got a bottomless pit of money, and which nobody, nobody does. Has. No, 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 <laughs> no, no. So, oh, well, it's really good. Great. Yeah. Thank you for joining oh. us today. That was really interesting, and as I said, you've got a wealth of information. Thank and, you. Um, and yeah. certified to do so. Yeah. And certified, yeah. definitely. Yeah. yeah, so look, I guess if, if anyone did want to look at uh, passive house uh, building, um, key things are uh, choose a passive house certified builder. We are passive certified, uh, passive house certified. Um, and, you know, if you architect want... Architect even too. Yeah, and, and yeah. an architect is massively important as part yeah. of that. And, yeah. um, you know, we have uh, passive house certified certifiers as well that we're in touch with as well because that's an important part so we're in touch with a few of them yeah. um, and if you did want to learn more happy for you to reach out to us um, at McGarry Constructions if you would like to learn more uh -huh. yeah perfect thank you thank you good chat it's very enjoyable yeah. everyone have a wonderful day and um, please be in touch um, if you have any questions or would like to discuss I'm sure George would be more than happy to answer any Absolutely. of your questions yeah thank Take you care. have a good bye morning bye, bye. Thanks for joining us on the Two Gins in Design podcast. We hope you've enjoyed today's episode and insights on the world of design and construction. We look forward to our next episode with more design inspiration, tips from the experts, and a behind-the-scenes look at our latest projects. If you want more design information or simply want to check out our portfolio of projects, visit our website at mcraeandlynch.com.au and our Instagram, mcraeandlynchdesigns. And feel free to reach out to us on our social media channels if you have any comments, questions, or even topics you'd like us to discuss. And please, don't forget to leave us a rating and review. Thanks again for listening. And if you've enjoyed this episode, we'd love you to share it with your friends and family. We look forward to catching up with you on our next episode. Have a great weekend. Cheers. Cheers.